Listening to the KSR Football Podcast. Welcome into the KSR Football Podcast. It is week one. We are officially back. It's game day. No, wait, not game day. Game, game week. week. Game week. I'm Nick Roush with Drew Franklin, Charles Walker, Freddie Maggard. We did it. Boom, baby. Excited. Does it feel like game week, Chuck? Uh, no, it doesn't. It doesn't yet. However, Listening to that press conference kind of did uh, bring back some memories, and I think Saturday will be a nice little show out. Oh, it's going to be a nice show out. It's going to be a great podcast too, Freddie, because we're sponsored by Justice Dental. And when I think of the best football team, I think of Kentucky, just like when I think of the best dentist, I think of Justice Dental. Yeah, if they can get me in the chair, they can get anybody in the chair. Uh, friendly dentist, easy to schedule, easy appointments for all your dental needs. Drew Franklin and I are patients at Justice Dental, and we're very satisfied. This is going to shock you, but I've been there uh, within the last couple of weeks. You know, really? I, I go more than most people. I want to keep this grill looking good. They do such a good job. And they're so friendly. I like to just stop by and hang out. I told Doc Thompson that that picture of you when you were in the back of the airplane smiling should uh-huh. be an ad for Justice Dental. Completely agree. I completely great, agree. Great teeth. <laughs> yeah, we're big fans of what they do here. Uh, give them a call at 859-543-0700 to visit one of their two locations, set up an appointment today, world-class organization, at Justice Dental. Uh, and, oh, Drew's taking a break. Oh, he's got to help Matt's mom or something. Oh, wow. This is uh, – uh, it's it's you never know what you're going to see at KS. I don't know if it'll through. I don't know. That is an uncomfortably sized-looking door. Oh, wait, Drew's got it. Drew did it. Wow. Now Freddie's going to go act like he helped. Yeah, yeah. That was a good job, Freddie. You know, you, you looked like you tried. And that's what really matters is just giving the impression that you tried, even though you really didn't help. Yeah, that was all Drew, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Drew's got the big muscles here. And and that's what – I think what I'm most looking forward to, Chuck, you mentioned it with the press conference. Being back today was good. We didn't get our lunch like we normally do, Drew. No chicken parm. No chicken parm. But being back here, we're podcasting on a Monday. This place is going to be packed Saturday morning. And that's when I know it's going to be back. The pre-game show is going to be up early. Folks are going to be outside. They're going to be trying to give you fireball shots while you're talking on the radio. Of course, at 8 a.m. That's when you know that Kentucky football's back. It, and it just feels back, just everything being a little more normal. As you were saying, we finally got to get back and see Mark Stoops in person. No more of this Zoom crap where we're looking at other media people in their beds and on their toilets and oh, just checking in from home. So weird. We got the, the podcast back in one place. Heck, we were Zooming. I felt like we had technical difficulties every week. I did oh, one show God. driving down the highway, and yeah. my map starts talking. Charles is cooking one show, which is fine. <laughs> but it's good to have everybody back here. So even though we haven't started the game day excitement, things the ball's already moving in the right direction for Saturday. Charles, have you ever cooked chicken parm? Uh, don't you bake chicken parm? Well, I, I think you 
I, I, I think you eventually bake it, but there's something that you do before you get to the baking. It's my mom's specialty, though, so maybe I should get her to whip up some chicken parm here at the grill, at the bar and grill. I'm a, I'm a carryout guy. Easy button. Just like cats getting this easy <laughs> W week one. There we go. I love to hear. Mm-hmm. Before we get to that, maybe we'll get some of the games. I've got, I've got some fun stuff, too, rolled up my sleeve. Um, we do need to talk about just some of the recent news that we found out today. Uh, first things first, J.J. Weaver, they took the red practice jersey off him. So that means he's getting hit in practice. Freddie, we're going to see him some. I can almost guarantee there's going to be a snap, cap, but, uh, snap count. But having J.J. Weaver back is huge for this Kentucky defense. It's huge because that gives you two edge rushers with Jordan Wright and J.J. Weaver. Uh, Weaver was playing as good as anybody in the conference before he got hurt last year. J., uh, Jordan Wright experienced off that jack linebacker position. Uh, but to be quite honest with you, and, and this is going to be a podcast of honesty. Yeah. Because oh, there's nobody that builds opponents up more than me. I, I'm Lou Holtz-like. You know okay, what I mean? yeah. I mean, you agree? I mean, I'm oh, yeah, Lou, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I got nothing. You respect the opposition. I got nothing with Louisiana Monroe. All right? So, so there's no need for J.J. Weaver to get out there and get hurt against Monroe. Maybe get him a few reps. Let him get ready. One more week of rehab, one more week of work. Let him get ready for Missouri. Yeah, it was good to see his name in the fine print on the depth chart, meaning yeah. that was when we kind of learned he's back. But he doesn't have to be all the way back just yet. Right. Uh, one player that might not be back is a player that takes – I mean, it's a, one of the most physical positions in all of football. Frankly, I don't know how they withstand the beating week to week, and that's punter. I mean <laughs> – those guys, they really go through the ringer. And Wilson Berry, he's been dealing with a back issue, like most punters do, from, you know, all the hits. And he might not be good to go. So you might have to go with a good fellow by the name of Colin. Uh, I knew you'd have to get in one of your day I, jokes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> For our listeners, his name is Colin Goodfellow. Yes. And Roush can't help himself. <laughs> for, for complete clarification, Colin Goodfellow averaged 47.2 oh, oh yards per punt last in two starts against Vanderbilt and Alabama. So – there's not a step down there from Wilson Berry to Colin Goodfellow. Max Duffy might have gotten his job taken from him by Goodfellow. I'm looking here. Wilson Berry, 6'4", 193. Colin Goodfellow, 6'2", 233. Wow. I mean, talk about meat muscle. Let's go. I'm all about Colin Goodfellow. Do they do Oklahoma drills in the, in the punter's room? I hope so. I think he might just switch to gunner and run down. We're going to need a new punter. That's uh, – McGinnis, though, we, we all know that he was the best at the punter Oklahoma drill. He was. They actually call that uh, the Alberta drill. Mm-hmm. Or no, no. Uh, I should have said the Queensland drill because that's an Australian province, you know. We're yeah. still rusty. Yeah, we're yeah. rusty. We're, we're it's okay. The, you can throw that one out. We got one dad joke in, yeah. okay? We, we're limited to one. Uh, one person hadn't thought of it in a while, Nasir Watkins suspended first four games, though. So he played he played a lot of ball as a uh, freshman and sophomore, retro freshman and sophomore was out all of last year. So, DeAndre Buford, backup left tackle now, and Jeremy Fox at right tackle. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about Buford. Uh, young young offensive linemen, again, those guys are slow cookers. Take some, to time, take some time to get mm-hmm. ready, especially on the edge because right. you're dealing with those elite pass rushers. But good to see him up there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Wallabaugh is also another tackle that yeah. can be thrown in there. So, uh, depth is, is, is there at, at offensive tackle for Kentucky. Right, right. Uh, depth also in the coaching staff, too. We had one – Final switcheroo this offseason. We've had plenty of coaching changes. And this one, I mean, they, I guess they saved the best for last. A week to go, they made it official that Scott Woodward is Kentucky's new wide receivers coach. They flipped him with Javon Bonite. 
So this was a guy that came over with Liam Cohen. He was a quality control guy at Pitt previously. He was Liam's backup quarterback at UMass back in the day. And, uh, Chuck, now we have four wide receiver coaches in five years. Yeah, that's uh, quite the turnover. <laughs> it's, it's, it's quite a few coaches. No pun intended. Uh, you, you went through a lot of them, Chuck. Is this just is this just tradition? Is this the thing that's going to happen? Hopefully this tradition ends now uh, <laughs> with, with the coaching staff we have. Um, I, I don't know much about him, but I did a little reading. I mean, if he knows Cohen, it's always good when your receiver's coach can mesh with the OC. So. Well, and, like, you got to let Cohen bring in one of his boys. Yeah. So I'm, like, all, I'm all for it. He did. His name's Will Levis, and he's starting at quarterback. Oh, yeah. Chuck, what do you think of Will Levis? Did they name him the starter? Oh, wow, I didn't know that. I feel like <laughs> no one's been talking about it. Uh, what do I think? He I've, eats bananas? Uh, oh, I've seen a couple even, of those. All right, how long is it going to take for us to see Will Levis eating a banana on Saturday's broadcast? I That's the thing. These We cover it, you know, we're nonstop every day, every hour covering the football team, but these TV networks are going to be like, ooh, can't wait to tell the people about this banana. And yeah. we're all going to sit at home and roll our eyes because we've heard enough about the banana. I mean, but they're going to be so excited to air it in that first oh quarter. Man. That's like uh, John Wall played football or one of the basketball oh guys yeah. played Willie football. Oh, yeah. 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 It, man, it really is. It really is going to be rough. But uh, That was good for his first brand, though. He, it, a lot of name recognition now with Will Levis. Even though it is the <laughs> banana and not him throwing it, he was a household name there for a week on all the uh, Today the, Show, yeah, everywhere. Levitard, the – Levitar got a little weird, but I it also got very weird. <laughs> I would, I'm going to throw out a wager later on. I just want it. Don't let us quit without this okay, wager. Okay, okay, okay. Because it, it, there'll be a segment about it, I'm sure, and and this will be good. All right, I'll remember that. But uh, for, so first quarter, we're saying first quarter with the banana. I'll give it first half, but they're definitely airing it like it's never been seen before. Shout out to him for retweeting Chiquita tweets too. Mm-hmm. Just just keeping it on brand. It's. Whenever he gets to, what, 1,000 yards passing this season, that's when Chiquita will start calling. So, game two, he'll start getting phone calls. I've heard of a lot of these NIL deals. There's been a lot of businesses say, hey, we like you, but i got to make sure I know you're going to be good on the field or on the court. Like, makes sense. I will sign you when the season starts and you start being productive. So it makes sense. I bet his phone really starts ringing if he looks the way a lot of us uh, Kentucky folks are expecting him to. Uh, one more bit of news that we – or no, two more bits of news uh, – and these are the okay. We got to get serious for a second. COVID nineteen vaccines. Kentucky's passed the threshold. So I know that wasn't the case uh, going down at SEC media days, but we checked that box. Eighty five more than eighty five percent of the team is vaccinated. Good news. Great news. The I don't I don't know how to frame good news bad news, but we still have the six player sideline from the charges from March, and that's I don't know if the case has been presented to a grand jury or not. But we had somebody coming on uh, Matt's show today that believes they've been wrongly prosecuted, that started a GoFundMe for some of the guys to get lawyers. And then Stoops, who is a notoriously tight-lipped coach when it comes to sensitive matters, you know, he always plays things by the book. I mean, this is year nine. Like, whenever things get a little touchy, he, he, he keeps it pretty plain vanilla. Not in this case. Uh, I don't know if you've got those – I don't think you have those comments pulled up or not, Drew. But he does, he, he was very adamant about having his guy's side. Yeah, and he even – he did the – you could tell he was trying to figure out what he wanted to say because if we got Stoops' honest thoughts, it would have been a headline. You could just tell that he wanted to open up a little bit more. Right, He's like, i got to right. be real careful here. But it sounds like he hasn't seen the evidence that well, it, that makes him think he needs to give more of a punishment. I think he seems – I don't think – I know he's very content with – 
the investigation UK did back when all this happened and then the punishment they handed out that they thought was fair. It seems uh, like a lot of the hearsay going on, this, this thing might be bigger than, uh, than uh, how, how it reads. Well, and, and the thing, too, Freddie, like, uh, you know, was it fair and speedy trial? That, uh, they've set out for 13 weeks. Yeah. That's a quarter of a year. Yeah, that's a lot. And I think, I think the, the timing of this all is like, you know, we did our due diligence with the school. And now they're relitigating it, even though it's in a court of law. It's a different thing, but I, you you can tell that that Stoops is is willing to go to bat for these guys, yeah. pretty much no matter what. I mean, Stoops is a player's coach. I mean, he's he's going to have his players back. He's seen the evidence, and mm-hmm. he's he formulated an opinion, uh, which is something we have not seen the evidence, so we, nope. we can't formulate an opinion. I'm just speaking on uh, what I saw to, or heard, saw today in the press conference that that he. He, he is firmly behind his players, yep. and, and that's not surprising. Now, if something comes out that is not right, then there will be, you know, other right. discussions. But Mark Stoops has always been a player's coach, and and, uh, and he, he came out and was very, very forward today with his remarks. Yeah, definitely. And he, he made a point to say, I guess it's 14 weeks now, counting this week. He's like, my guys have already, you know, they've been hurt from this. And he kind of said, I haven't seen anything for others Kind of like, you know, these guys being football players, just being caught up in this, they're having to miss a lot where I guess the accusers and on the other side of whatever went down yeah. is they're just living their lives. Right. So I think he's been pretty upset that they're having to be pulled through all this until something's resolved because these are guys trying to make a career on the football field and they've they've been moved to the back of the line just over having to sit out while they look into it. Hopefully the, the matter at least moves forward judici- judiciously. I mean, they technically have 60 days to – prosecutors have 60 days to present it to a grand jury – but you ain't charging somebody five minute, months after the fact if you don't have your case ready. So I would hope that they would be doing that sometime soon. I would imagine it would be sometime this week. But those things are behind closed doors. So we don't know when. We will just find out when uh, the grand jury breaks if there's an indictment or not. So um, time is ticking. We're still waiting. And that's really all we can say for now uh, uh, about that. Because, and and we've got to move on to the game. And uh, – Freddie, I want to move on to ULM because you said you don't have a lot. Well, I actually did some ULM research today. Yeah, well, ULM last year, 0-10, new mm-hmm. head coach, Terry Bowden, who's won 175 football games, which is a lot for a head coach. Mm-hmm. Rich Rodriguez, the offensive coordinator, has won over 160 games. A lot of experience there. Zach Alley, defensive coordinator, 27 years old, the youngest defensive coordinator in, in college football. Uh, not a lot to go on with Rich Rod. You can see that he is a heavy option to option uh, coach, and they're going to go with tempo. With the personnel that ULM has, most likely after the first series of of not knowing what they're going to do because Bowden is not releasing the press uh, the depth chart or anything of that nature. Oh, yeah. Kentucky will settle in and stop that. So those 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 fast tempo offenses will go a lot of th- fast three and outs. Scored 16 points a game last year, gave up 42, <laughs> lost on an average of 25.7 <laughs> points per game. Uh, not, not. There's no numbers that point. But here's another number that does point. It's going to be different. There's been 50 players come into the program since Bowden took over. So that's a lot of transfers. That's, that's a, lot. a lot of new faces. So you really can't judge what Monroe did last year. But I can't see a quantum leap into 2021. I can say this: they will be better under Terry Bowden than they were last year. That that benchmark is still not very high. So those are Freddie's ULM facts. Here, is, uh, here are my Louisiana Monroe oh, facts. Oh, yeah. Let's hear these. Uh, Charles D. 
did you know that Louisiana Monroe is in Monroe, Louisiana? <laughs> I feel like that might even be a trick question. I mean, is this is this too good to be true, no, or is it, this factual? It is definitely in Monroe, Louisiana. Okay, and well, there you go. I know the state of Louisiana is going through a lot right now. They are in the upper. They are up. Okay. So no, they are there. I mean, it rained there, but I don't think we got, mm-hmm. you know, th- that that area was significantly. Yeah, it's near Arkansas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're yeah, exactly. You're almost Arkansas where Monroe is. Um, you might have a lot of people on the team. I don't know where they're all from. I don't know the roster. Yeah, but right. It's definitely. I'm and sure we hope they're okay. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I know, like, but like I don't think it's like Tulane and Oklahoma are trying to figure out if they're going to play Saturday. <laughs> We're not, that's not going to be the problem right. for for Louisiana Monroe. Uh, second. Here, here's a good Louisiana Monroe fact, Chuck. They prefer to just be called ULM. We've played them before when I was playing. That was another one of my facts. Wow. <laughs> well, sorry to jump the gun do on you, you. Do you remember who had an 83-yard touchdown catch in that game? Probably boom. Oh, touchdown catch. Um, I mean, it wasn't me, right? No, no. no. It was it, was it, <laughs> you um, running 83 yards and not getting caught? No, I think I had an 82-yard reception, something like that. <laughs> Eight-two and a half. Let me – I'm Jeff Bidette. Ooh, that would be incorrect. This person was a JUCO transfer. K1 Rocks? Javis Blue. The famous Javis. Yeah. Oh, I was a complete guess. Was is this group. when he also had the one-handed snag in the end zone? Man, that yes. was a yes. beautiful catch. Yeah. So that one was just the 20-yarder. That one was pretty. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. That also was one of the freshmen. Okay. Yeah, Javis had a – and he also – he broke a couple tackles, had a nice long touchdown. Uh, but uh, that game also had a Josh Forrest pick six. And sadly, it was the last game Kentucky won that season. Uh, the Louisiana Monroe oh, game wow, was, it was, let's go it five and one. And was then, it the last game of the year? No. no oh, dang. It was not. Yeah, yeah, not great. Uh, Freddie, did you also know that ULM won the first game in the series against Kentucky? Yeah, but they were not called ULM. They were called Northeastern Louisiana. Is that what they were called? Back Something in like 1994, yeah. correct? Mm-hmm. It was, it was uh, Bill Beat Curry's Bill Curry. one and ten season. Yeah. Not they were called something else. Yeah. Yeah. Like and, Northeast uh, Louisiana. ULM yeah. is also featured on the TV show Duck Dynasty. Really? Uh, oh, because uh, the one guy played there, right? The, I don't know if he played there. The grandpa or something? No, he played at Louisiana Tech. Oh. Uh, Phil. But they did a mm. show over there on the football field. I, I can remember seeing. Man, is that still on TV? I have no idea. That was, that was good, like – just, you know, bull crap background TV. Back, like, I felt like when I was in, a, you know, living fraternity days, that was good. I'm not going to class because I'm watching Duck Dynasty or Law and Order SVU. I never missed a class. We, you know, take it very seriously on the football team. Well, Drew, you can relate to in, this. So. Uh, yes, <laughs> actually, I can, I can relate the most to this. Yeah, yeah. They're just skipping class to watch Law and Order. Because, I mean, class, Maybe Law not and Law and Order. Order, but definitely from watching a lot of television. That's what we called it, at least, watching yeah. television. Yeah. Uh, more Louisiana Monroe facts. So this is Terry Bowden's 26th season. Do you know where he was head coach previously, Charles I Walker? Do. Hmm. Oh, does Drew know? I don't. I get all my Bowdens confused. That's where I'm saying. I'm like, well, uh, I admittedly got this Bowden this confused is, with the one that coached Freddie. No. Is this the Auburn Bowden? This is the Auburn okay, Bowden. Okay, I thought so. Uh, and See if I can get him. So what, what was the Bowden that coached you? Tommy. Let's see Tom. if I can get him. Okay. Salem. Yep. North Alabama. Yep. Sanford. Yep. Auburn. Yep. Akron. 
Yeah, and did you say South Alabama? Yeah. yeah. North Alabama. North Alabama, yeah. And now ULM. And, and recently, uh, the, the uh, GA at Clemson. At Clemson. Yeah. How was I supposed to know that? Which is answer. weird that they listed him at GA at Clemson and not like quality control. Yeah, like, quality was control. Was he going back to school? I thought like, Nick Saban showed everyone the way. Just yeah. make up a quality control job. But he was last at Akron. He was with the Zips from 2012 to 2018. They won a famous potato bowl. So he got to eat a lot there of french fries after the game. Um, they were – 70 – I had the record. It, yeah. it was like 500 in Akron. So, uh, Terry, the, the, the days at Auburn are far from done. But, Freddie, it's I, – I was reading up on it. How his Auburn tenure ended, it, it, it sounds like the most Auburn way to well, fire somebody. Well, I mean, somebody. he was 47, 17, and 2 at Auburn. Yeah. Like, so, a went, really went, good Won stretch. his first 20 yeah. games yeah. there, was but they were on 0. probation. Yeah, yeah, on probation. Uh, again, I love the Bowden family. I know Tommy really well. I've met Terry – uh, when he was at head coach at Auburn, I went down and visited Tommy. Um, great family. And, again, he's taking on the hardest job in college football, in my opinion. Very limited resources. You have a good state to recruit from, but a lot of other lot group of, pool, of five. Yeah, yeah it's, it's And even tough. like the D2, like Mean East State is nothing yeah. snuff at there right. either. So um, that's, that's a tough job, especially coming off of a, a winless season. That, that, that's ooh. tough. I, so my, my fun fact of the show and this will be our last ULM fun fact, is that Terry Bowden desperately wanted to succeed Rich Rodriguez at West Virginia. And he was, like, doing media stuff at the time. And he even wrote in a column, like, trying to lobby for the job. Do you know why? Because he's from there. He played, played at West, West Virginia, Virginia. And his dad coached at West Virginia before he went to Florida State. He really wanted the job. But then West Virginia – Beat the brakes off of that Clemson team that had um, who was the quarterback before Watson? Um, Taj. Taj Boyd. Yeah. They beat him like sixty to nothing, and they were like, "All right, we're just going to hire Bill Stewart," and that lasted all of like <laughs> two years. So uh, that, but I thought that was a, a funny, weird connection. Now they're back together, coaching together at ULM. Rich Rod's kid is on the team, and man, they are not going to be very good at football. But it's still going to be fun. And this is where I want to get to our predictions portion. Hold on, of the I wanted podcast. to add one more ULM okay. fact. Whoa. You missed very important alumni from the football world. Oh. Tim McGraw, Friday Night Lights. Wow. Tim McGraw went to ULM. Did he play football? Well, he was uh, in Friday Night Lights. So he, he, he won a state championship. I mean, he's probably best known as a country mu- musician, but I, I know uh, him. he was in Friday Night Lights. Faith Hill so husband. I'm gonna make it, that too. <laughs> that's probably the second thing he's most known for. He, that, uh, I'll add that uh, he, he is their most famous alum. That hairy chest scene is like all-time hairy chest. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Where he comes in. Yeah, man, that is uh, – that's dad. Like, that was the original dad bod. Yeah, I wonder if he'll come to the game. He should. I mean, I'm sure him and Toby Keith, they can yeah. come together, hang out with I feel like Coach Stoops just knows all country stars. He seems to always have one on the sideline. Man, what, what if Toby Keith showed up to watch Kentucky play? He gets in a fight with Tim McGraw. Yeah, on the sideline. It's like the two mascots fighting, except it's Toby Keith and Tim McGraw. Set it up. Which Tim McGraw strikes me as a little guy. You saying you could take him? Yeah. I think you're thinking of Kenny Chesney. Is, is, so Kenny Chesney is a little guy. Yeah, he's like 5'3". I feel like all famous people are a little – 
oh, yeah. Like, especially country music. Why guys. does that they fascinate were, me? Every time I see a famous person on TV, I Google how tall they are. <laughs> I don't know why, but every celebrity, I do that. And they're always short, aren't they? Yeah. So I'm in Hollywood. You see yeah. these people on TV, and you're like, wow, they're all, you know, those people all look like they're 6'5". No, Tom Cruise can't even ride a roller coaster. I was going to bring up Tom Cruise. Yeah, the latest one is, uh, what, Kid Harrington, Jon Snow? Oh, oh tiny. He's like 5'5". Oh, five, five. So yeah. little. Why, mm-hmm. did, why did they send him north of the wall? Anyway, back to football. Oh, man. I, uh. Man, now I'm just trying to think of short celebrities. <laughs> All like, of them. Who, who is it? Like Jason Siegel is considered a tall celebrity, and I think he's like six foot three. Well, Vince Vaughn is huge. I think he's like six yeah, eight. He's six four. Yeah. I think it's more than that. Six four. Trust okay. me, I've looked okay. them all up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Hanks is six foot, Drew. Oh, Tom Hanks is tall. Yeah, Will Smith is 6'2". I just looked these up last <laughs> night. I swear to you, I did. Vince Vaughn 6'5", according well, to know. Google. So well, it's yeah, it varies. Five. See, yeah. Freddie knows all the punting stats yeah. and the heights of A-list celebrities. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's 6'5", until you put the tape measure on top of his head and mash it down. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's what it is, is the hair the probably hair. adds. Yeah. Also, Freddie was going by a combine numbers without shoes. The Google there is probably with yeah. shoes. Yeah, exactly. that's, that's 100% yeah. factual. But I don't know. That just fascinates me for some reason. I'm, I'm just weird. Yeah, Will Ferrell, another tall guy. Ben Stiller, 5'7". I mean, that's – yeah. Wow. Anywho. (laughs) (laughs) Game week, huh? So, speaking of (laughs) predictions, if you have a good hunch about your predictions, I've got an app for you, Drew Franklin. It's called Prize Picks. Prize Picks, unlike some of these sports gambling places, it's available in all 50 states. Well, wait. No, not every – Okay. Record scratch. <laughs> Not every U.S. state, but they're available in Kentucky and plenty of <laughs> Listen, there's 50 states. It's available in some of them. Go to the website. You'll find <laughs> which states. Yeah, I'm looking at the script here, and there's about 20 states it's not in. So I'm not sure which way. You might want to just say what state it's in. <laughs> Come on, run through them real quick. Let the listeners deserve to know. Yeah. Just tell, tell us what states All are in. All 50 states aside from. <laughs> Here, you so, want me to read it? There's so many. Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Hawaii, Idaho, Indiana, Iowa, Louisiana, Maryland, Maine, Missouri, Montana. I don't, what, Missouri. Mississippi, Mississippi. Nevada, New Hampshire, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington. So it's not every <laughs> state except those. <laughs> Okay, we're getting a little lost on the geography of where it can be found, but Nick, tell us about how cool <laughs> this new uh, – That really threw me off, and we should probably cut it. But I, I think it's good. <laughs> but here's the thing that's great about prospects. Yeah. So I was playing Let's around with Let's get to the goods today. here. The goods today. So if you use the promo code KSR, they're going to match every dollar you deposit in there. It's available in Kentucky. That's what's most important. Yes. I downloaded it today, and it's kind of like Daily Fantasy – where you pick – but instead of picking your lineups, you pick a player and then you go over under. So, I was looking at what we've got ahead on this Thursday night matchup. So, right now, we have Terry Wilson, 175.5 passing yards. I'm going to hit over, smash that over, and then smash the over on the Master Teague Ohio State rushing total at 105. If that hits, Boom. Two times on money. Bet $20 to win $40. Okay. Simple enough. I like these. They're props. And you know what? You can even get one of those right, and you still win money. Love it. So it's like a parlay that you can't lose. You, you got a little wiggle room, and you can win big if you're really getting a hunch. So it really is a fun way to play 
props and eh, just throw some extra coin around. So uh, it's it's the best way. It's a very simple way to play fantasy football. They've got a great app. Just look up prize pa- prize picks wherever you get your apps. 4.8 star rated on the App Star with rave reviews. That's it, Chuck, right there. It's incredible. Uh, you can make these in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. It's safe. There's fast withdrawals. You don't got to deal with these overseas companies taking your money and then sending you a check from Korea. None of that nonsense, Drew. Prize picks is the way to go from college football, NFL. They've got it all. Download the prize picks app today with the code KSR and they'll double your deposit. And shout out to Prospects for including Terry Wilson in their first uh, week one options. You know, just a little salute to our old quarterback. I like that we can mm. uh, take the over there. Yep. They and if the th- anyone takes the under, I'm going to punch you in the face because we're still Team Terry. Oh, Team Terry all the way. And those are just Thursday's games today. You're going to get all of the Friday night slate, all of the Saturday slate. Uh, you'll be able to have, like, C-Rod uh, rushing yards over. That's probably going to be tough. They'll probably set it at, like, 220 because, you know, he's that great at football. But it's a great way to get a little extra coin in on the action because we have a huge slate. I want to get to this slate, Freddie, because it's going to yeah. be a lot of fun. But here's the thing i got to ask you first, though. Yeah. All right, you've got this headset on right now. But I do. this headset, now it it calls the plays. Okay. You're in Liam Cohn's shoes. Got it. You've got the first play. What do you call it? First play of the game is going to be a – Play action pass, zone read, play action pass with a backside post going for six to Josh Ali. Stoop said that his first pass in a scrimmage was a 60-yard touchdown. I'm taking a shot first play, Drew. Yeah, like you said, his very first ever throw in the stadium was the bomb to Rashawn Lewis, right? I think that's who caught it. Yeah, it is. I thought it was Juan Dale. I, I don't know who it was. I think it was Lewis. I'd be willing to, to bet on it. Yeah. That's but regardless, yeah, yeah. when you've seen him do it, that, I think that kind of even gives them more of a little, let's see if, you know, first Come pass on. in on. a real game, when Tommy, if he still has the magic. When Tommy Bowden took over my junior year, our first play was a fake sweep, step back, go route on the backside. We got the ball on the 20. I guarantee the ball that I threw landed in the other end zone. <laughs> I mean, I was so jacked. It was 40 yards past Kurt Johnson. So, hopefully, uh, Will Levis is a little bit more relaxed than I was. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like everybody will just exhale. If you can – I mean, you don't even have to hit it. But if you do hit it yeah, – like people t- want to see it. Remember Boom's first play? Oh, 80 I yards. I remember it well. Untouched. That was the first play in the new Kroger Field. sorry. Yeah, 75 yeah. yards. Yeah, yeah. And right after like a 10-minute scoreboard delay. So, you know, I'm just. But it's just, just Soups doesn't usually take these shots. I know well, different it, coordinator, different offense. And we just new, don't. New year, new Stoops. But it, I, I, he's going to hand it off. I think he's going to hand it off. I think so this is how it's going to go. It's going to go handoff, nice run, you know, really not touched until five yards past. Then he's got to have three guys, Rodriguez, carry him down, second and two. Roll out, dump pass to a tight end, fresh chains. Levis has already has a completion. Then you take it deep. That's what I see. Okay. So you think they're going to build up a little bit? I think they're going to build it up. You know what? The first time quarterback, first game, like Freddie said, just give him an easy completion. You know, I, I think that would that always calm you down? Or? Yeah, because if it had been a, a a curl route, I would have collapsed the chest of the receiver. I mean, I was so jacked. <laughs> so I mean, I don't know. I still think they go over top. Just, See, just to do it. Yeah. Because you're also – you're calling the plays against ULM, not Monroe. Yeah, yeah. But you're really calling the plays against Missouri. 
Mm-hmm. You're wanting to give false tendencies in, on film I agree. for Missouri to see for the next week. Stoops was talk. He was asked like, "Are y'all going to script or what?" And he's like, "You know, the shots are going to come at some point. It's just when are they going to come?" Yeah. And boy, the the shots they're, yeah. they're definitely going to come. I have a question for the panel. Okay. There's two ways Kentucky can play this game offensively. One, close to vest, base offense, plain, don't show anything, give, don't give Missouri any film to study. The other way, throw it all out there and give them too much to study. Which way do you think Kentucky would go? Man. Boring. Yeah, so here – that's how we think – I mean, hell, John Wong even called Stoops boring today. I don't think you have to be sexy this game. And I don't think you give Missouri that film. I think you run it down their throat. Yeah, the fans are going to be upset because Levison going to throw for 350. But at the end of the day, if it scoreboard reads 54 to 12, I think people will be just fine. Oh, but are, I started asking myself the same questions, which way they go. Then I came to the realization, am I brainwashed? And not in a bad way because Eddie Grant's <laughs> offense – was successful on the ground, but we knew what they were going to do. Are we totally ingrained to run, 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 run that it's hard for us to think outside of the box that they're going to throw the football? But, and Charles, you can speak to this. Look at the receiving recru- receiver recruiting as of late. Isaiah Cummings is now a tight end. Donut Dren is now a running back. Hayes is at Arkansas State. Bryce Oliver at Youngstown State. Allen Daly – South Alabama. Right. B.J. Uh, Alexander. Alexander's at, at Florida Atlantic. So they've had a, several misses in recruiting wide receivers. Is that, is that crew ready to step up? I mean, I know you got Josh and you got Wandale, but, but if it's not the newcomers, what, what's going on with that position? I think it just depends on how the game's being called. And I, I mean, you bring up a good point, but. You know, those guys left before they knew what Liam was going to do. Yeah. Or before, I guess, they knew that it was even going to be him, correct? Some, uh, no. no. S- some were post-spring. Yeah. But yeah. I think they had a, a little bit of a taste of it. But I think they also kind of – But where they went tells the story as much as them transferring. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Now, I, I do think that, to Freddie's point, too, like we are accustomed to seeing a football game a certain way. But I think, I think the happy middle ground is like – I mean – Drew Drinkwitz ain't an idiot. He's they've they've watched probably a dozen Rams games, mm-hmm. and so I think what you do is you try to you keep it boring within what they've seen and what you've put on tape with the Rams, but it still looks like something brand new to us because we haven't seen anything like that before. Yeah, I shouldn't have said boring. I should have said effective. I'm going to change my answer. Effective should be boring, though. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah. But I think when it's a team that you are bigger than, faster than, and quite frankly better than, what you all want to see five trick plays? I just think <laughs> you know? I think you 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 set you put out on display some false tendencies. I agree. You know, tendencies mean you know we can figure that out. Right, so that's right, what right. a team tends to do. You tend to do this against ULM. You're not going to do you'll do the exact Ooh. opposite against Missouri. You know it would be a fun false tendency is like just try to do, just even if you lose some yards with the jet sweeps to Wandale, like yeah, you just not? run a couple of those just to get Missouri falling asleep. And then the, the the second one you run against Missouri, you take a shot to Josh. Yeah. You know, like that, that. I feel like that's an easy one that can really we can see set up this week for next week. 
I didn't play uh, quarterback or wide receiver. Luckily, uh, we have two people here that did. Uh-huh. How important is it in week one, especially for a new quarterback with new receivers and new offense, just to throw enough to get a rhythm going and knowing that they can do it in the game? Because up until this point, it's still been camp and seven-on-seven. Seven. I know you don't want to show too much, but how important is it to air it out a little bit just to get those guys connected in, in real action? I think it's very important, Drew. I think it's a great point uh, just because you want to get in the flow of the game because – you know, it's almost like a shark. Once you taste that blood, you like it, right? I mean, so you get a taste of success through the air. Then the offensive linemen are like, hey, pass blocking is fun. They've not been asked to do that a lot. And you get the receivers yeah. involved. And, and they're like, hey, we're not down here blocking. We're catching ball. This is fun. Mm-hmm. I like this. I'm going to work hard next week for Missouri. Get the tight ends involved. You know, we got the two veterans and Rig and, and uh, Bates. Get uh, Cummings and, and uh, Dinkle mm-hmm. involved. You know, spread the ball around. It'll be fun, which will lead to the buildup inside the facility. Outside the facility, us four are going to build up the Missouri game like crazy right. because it is the most important game on the schedule. We already have been for six months. Yeah, <laughs> but, but you get some success early with that passing game, and that changes that mentality in the huddle. It loosens it up a little bit, and that, that will carry forward to Missouri prep. No, I totally agree, and, and as Freddie knows, that connection is – based on timing yeah. and it's a lot different than when you're running seven on seven against the same guy you've been doing against for three months yeah when you got all that ang- or not anxiety you got all that excitement for the first game and that 10 yard sale becomes an eight yard sale and it can totally mess up the vibe and the, the pass is high people are saying levis is terrible no really you know walker should have gone 10 yards and yeah. he went eight um so i think establishing that early is is big time. Yeah, because very rarely do you throw to a receiver's numbers. You throw mm-hmm. to a where area on the field where he's supposed mm-hmm. to be. So if that, that timing gets down, if it gets messed up, then there's a little bit of a doubt, okay? And, mm-hmm. and then next week you're going to face better pass rushers, better DBs, better linebackers. And it's like, okay, can we do this? You know, you don't want the first time of finding pass game success – you don't want to have to find that week two. You want to find that week one. Yeah, and yeah. that's why I think they'll air it out enough. You yeah. know, it doesn't help. It's not going to be Tim Couch putting up 500 out there, but they'll have to throw enough to get those guys going and see what other pieces they have, mm-hmm. see how Cummings looks and what the other receivers yeah. outside of Ollie and Robinson will be. I just – I can – only imagine, I mean, no offense, Chuck, you, you pass catchers, y'all got some egos on you. I can only imagine the difference in a meeting room the week after seven guys catch passes versus three. Yeah. You know, and, I mean. And I'll add one more thing to that and I'll shut up. A lot of it also is a structure chest or test for the coordinator. Comes out in this formation yeah. with this personnel group, with this motion in a 3-4 defense. How structurally do they adjust? We know how Brad White and John Summerall adjusts, but how does an opponent adjust to that? Then that's where you can build off what are you going to call plays, right? So Mm -hmm. there's so many chess game tests within this game that it's going to be fun to watch. I mean, they're going to play zone against us, right? They're going to have to. Yeah, they're not going to try to man up. Yeah. I mean, they're going to play – Kentucky's studying Clemson right now because Zach Alley, 27-year-old, has never been a coordinator. Comes from Boise State, but he spent four years as a GA at Clemson, so he's, he's going to bring that system with him. Mm-hmm. So that's probably what they're studying. Speaking of fun games to watch, how much fun was it to watch Scott Frost be terrible at coaching football? <laughs> Man. Man, that guy. And today he said something like, uh, well, half of what we prepared for didn't work. 
Yeah. No, he said, yeah, because of the way that they were lining up against them. Well, that's probably not a good thing yeah, to say. I think that's your job to yeah. uh, make sure that doesn't happen. If things, <laughs> if things don't work out in Lincoln, he can always coach uh, Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> <laughs> I think they've already been uh, disbanded. Oh, oh man. Another thing, I'm, I'm infatuated with heights. Bishop Sycamore, I, I cannot read enough about that for some reason. <laughs> Have you not heard about that, Charles? No, that was the IMG game, right? Yeah, they said they had multiple Division One players. With Somebody offers. said they had a twenty-year-old out there. I was going to ask you: Did you play against the uh, IMG, Charles? No, we would have scored way more points if I played, Freddie. You know that. But that that that, that yeah, they were like blows my mind. guys who played in JUCO games playing for this team. Unbelievable. And the the thing that I, I I mean, there's so much to take away from that story. I think the part that almost fascinates me more is when they played the game two days before. They actually played in all-black uniforms against another team in all-black uniforms. <laughs> Freddie, you wouldn't have known what, what, what know was that. What it was I, I, Yeah, that just totally screwed me up. But just, just bring it down to our level at Kentucky Sports Radio, the empire thereof. When we, when we pick our Kroger KSR game of the week, we put research into that. There's a lot of thought that goes into that. I just can't fathom how ESPN selected that team to play the best team in the country. I mean, it's just it, it it it's beyond mind blowing to me. Especially a game like that that's being called. Yeah. They have researchers, you know, type up these game notes for the announcers so they're prepared. How did no one? Someone had to have been assigned with doing some form of research. I yeah. Mean, I can't imagine they just sent the announcers out there without knowing anything. I read today, and again, I don't know the validity, the validity of must it have all. Been Scott Frost. But there <laughs> was a class research. of 2020 player that played against IMG that. Went to a combine or a, or a seven on seven, provided a fake ID, provided fake offers that he had. I mean, the stories that are coming out of this thing is just crazy. Well, as we talk, Nick and I just got a text from someone kind of saying they had talked to one of the players a long time ago and he was claiming he had a UK offer, and then it turned out that just he had none of that. He is might that not right? have even existed. <laughs> like, he, he might have not, like, didn't even have a picture of himself online or, like, highlights. Yeah, but he was uh, claiming offers from everywhere, including Kentucky. Yeah, so sounds, you know, on brand for Bishop Sycamore, which, by the way, there's no such person as a Bishop Sycamore. You that, know, like, if, at least pick a real bishop. There's tons of them to choose from. But if they put T-shirts on sale right now. Oh, man. I mean, I think they could they, they could carry on some Bishop Sycamore. They're hot right now. What, what was that, like, uh, the hats that they used to sell at Lids of, like, the made-up schools? Oh, yeah, you yeah. You talking about? Uh, like I had the, some of those. Uh, like commando U streakers? Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh. Definitely there's potential in Bishop Sycamore <laughs> merchandise right now. Oh, man, it's up for the taking. Uh, games this week, though, we have real football, not just uh, – Not Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, not like – man, the fact that the first school points of the year were safety. I mean, Charles, you would have known to call a fair catch. Absolutely. Uh, did you see that play, Charles? I did not. Oh, he, he – they, they got a ball down inside oh, the Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what he – like – yeah, okay, I saw it. I saw he, it. like, caught it on, like, the one and then tried to throw it or something. Yeah, not a very good move there. Oh, man. All right, we, we got to stop with the fair catch jokes in because, I mean, that's much worse than a fair catch. Uh, whew, Nebraska, what a joke. Yeah, I love that Jacquez Jones, too, is like, <laughs> yeah, but y'all wonder why Uno left that school anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Which, wow. that's, that was great. Yeah. yeah, just dunk it on Nebraska. But we have games five days in a row, uh, some of the best games. We don't need predictions for all, but I just want to gauge how we're feeling, okay? So, Thursday night, 
UCF and the fighting Joey Gatewoods. Joey Gatewood got cleared to play. He's going to be on the sideline, which means that he's going to be at Cardinal Stadium. So he's actually getting to play Louisville at Central Florida before he gets to play Louisville at Kentucky. <laughs> um, but Joey Gatewood, UCF, they are hosting Boise State minus five and a half, opening the Gus Bus Malzahn era. And, Freddie, I think there are like 12 Auburn players that play for UCF. I'll take UCF. Yeah, I kind of feel like, you know. They got a lot coming back. Traveling cross country for Boise. They got a new they coach. new coach, yeah. I think uh, that's one you hammer, yeah. UCF. And it's only one score in their home. I could be talked into the hammer there. Definitely my pick. But if we're hammering, I'm in. I, I can't be talked into hammering Ohio State minus 14, though. Define hammering. What does that mean? You, you put, let's, we're, putting, we're going big. Oh, okay. more, more than you would normally put down. Gotcha. Yeah. Might, might get a little uncomfortable with the amount mm-hmm. you put up. Gotcha. See, See how watch the whole game while you bite your nails. Gotcha. Hammer. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Now, Minnesota, Ohio State. Is it just me, or do I think Ohio State is going to, like, not be – like I feel like they're going to take a step down this year. Is it just because they got a new quarterback? Is that why I'm skeptical? Probably, but they're still Ohio State. They're good. Yeah. I think Dages does a really good job there. I mean, they got the best receiving core in the country. They do have Olave and Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. I just, when when the kid moved up from high school, uh, Ewers, Ewers. That the guy with the mullet? Yeah. It it just made me worry if this Stroud guy was worth, like, because would you really? I think that kid just wanted to get his money. Yeah. Start signing deals. too. I mean, when you got a mullet like that, mm-hmm. you can you can start getting deals. Right and he, away. he got announced a big deal right after uh, going in and joining Ohio State. Where's the game? Uh, at, Minnesota. at Minnesota. But I might still. go Gophers here. I'm not a Ohio State. I mean, I think they're going to be really good this year, but I still might take the Gophers here. There's a fun game on Friday that I'm surprised the lines this low. North Carolina minus five and a half against Virginia Tech. Oh. Virginia Tech is bad, right? Uh, yeah. North Carolina's. I mean, they they did lose uh, both running backs, correct? Yeah. The thousand yard guys. Yes. But like if Sam Howell is is even like close yeah, to what we think he is, they should they should walk over Virginia yeah. Tech, right? Yeah. yeah. Hendon Hooker, the quarterback, is now back at in, Tennessee. He's backing up Joe Milton. Yeah. He's so, not even a starter. I don't know. I don't have no idea who their what quarterback you, what is. What do we call it? Hammer? Yeah. Yeah. I'm hammering Carolina. I think one. we might have to come up with the KSR football podcast parlay weekly. Ooh. Yeah, I like Carolina in that Hasht- one. So hashtag it drop like the hammer. UCF, North Carolina right now. I, di- I didn't get all of the games out there, and sometimes the, the ones that might seem more boring, like are the fishiest lines, just got some big ones. What do y'all think about Carolina? I just I gave my – I well, like I, Sam I Howell. Say, yeah, I was going to say just with him, I mean, he's – He's I, good. He's on the Heisman board right yeah. now, and when your name's up there good. every week, you're kind of auditioning to stay in that conversation. Yeah. So I could see them really jumping out I can't out believe on the spread – the spread opened at seven and a half and it's the end of five and a half. I don't I – don't yeah, It makes you wonder if some yeah, – obviously uh, we're not knows. in tune with everything going on there. Maybe there's something we don't know. But I would think just with how and then Virginia Tech – being horrible. Yeah, they like are, this is probably Fuente's last year. Yeah. Fun right? fact, they are five and seven since uh, old buddy got his jaw popped by Lynn Bowden in uh, pregame. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm. Since Bud Foster's retirement yeah, party? Five and seven. Wow. Uh, I think. The the big game Saturday night, though. Actually, the big game Friday night is St. X Mail, Kroger KSR Game of the Week. Yeah. I'm excited. I'll be there. First time to Louisville. Uh, it's luck. It's alma mater. My wife teaches at Mail, so we might fist fight each other on the oh, sideline. I didn't know we had yeah. inner KSR oh, beef. It is. It is. Uh, are uh, we giving our picks there? We're a podcast for that divided, but I think the the, the dogs are going to. I'm taking the, their I got the dogs. Yeah, I will pick that Mail Tigers. forever, just because I still have vivid memories of watching Michael Bush in high school, <laughs> and I couldn't believe what I was watching. So I've just forever assumed Mail has that all the time. Charles, 
You know who I'm taking, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly offended that I'm that I'm. I, I will say though, Chuck, this is probably your all's best team for Rob. Yeah. Is, yeah. Do you know if Micah Carter's back or not? I do not. Because I know he got hurt against Owensboro, and I, I don't know if how is he long, the D end? Yeah. Who's who's a bad? I, I, I do it's good. I do know the answer, and, but I'm not telling the answer. So he's not back, is he? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, oh, oh! So you're playing this game now? He. All right. Here's it. He Can could, he could not be Terry back, Bowden or he there. could be back. Oh, That's the only two things I know. Terry Bowden. Jesus, God, he come either, on, Chuck. He either will be playing or he will not be playing. God, you are a turd burglar. You know that? A real great A. called many things, turd burglar. never that. Uh, but, you, no, they, say this. This is we got a good little team. team in a while. We do. Uh, Savori, man. He, He's a dog. Yeah. He is a classic Catholic school quarterback. Like, just does a little yeah, bit of everything. He, grinds. He, you know, runs the hell out of the ball. Will there be a big mistakes. crowd there? Oh, yeah, it'll be packed. It's actually – I, it's the first time I've been to – it'll be the first time I've been to a game at that stadium because I, out of protest, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. <laughs> well, that's you fine put with me. Down. I'm putting my foot you down. You want to know what? I, as a Cynics alumni, don't care that you don't like <laughs> it's it. The, it's the big track that they put around it. You know, like Trust it's, me. I, it's, it's too far away from the action. The stands are like 20 feet off the field. I've always said this. As a player, it is way more fun to play at that school on Shelbyville Road because the stands are right there. Yeah. Now, as a school and for full functionality of every sport, yeah, it makes sense to have a track. Well, your track athletes probably do play more collegiate sports than your football players. So, you know. Possibly. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the, the difference. but Hey, but 10 10 before? Oh, yeah. That's yeah, a must. Yeah, come on. That's yeah. a must. I'll, I'll see you at Tim <laughs> come on before. Um, but sa- all right, Saturday. Yeah. Hold on. You're, you're, you're skipping a big Friday game. What's the big? It's Friday. the second best high school game. Uh-oh. Do we know who Johnson Central plays? <laughs> yes. Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> Sycamore yeah. <laughs> at Bishop Sycamore. That game is going to get canceled, right? Oh, I mean, it's got Is Johnson bad. Central going to travel to play a bunch of 30-year-olds? I wouldn't. <laughs> Not after all this debacle and they're all in the news. But the thing is, if you're Johnson Central, you're, it's tough because they just had canceled this last Friday, so you need to have a game. Listen, I just talked about how hot Bishop Sycamore is, Johnson Central. You got to strike. A lot of eyes will be on that game. Heck, yeah. ESPN might air it again. They're so yeah. popular now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Saturday. I got a prediction for that one. Running clock. Yeah, yeah. Second and a half quarter. Dude, those guys would just get bullied by Grant yeah. Bingham and Co. It would, yeah. Yeah, 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 it'd be bad. Uh Clemson, Georgia, in Charlotte. Tigers are three-point favorites. Mm. We got new quarterback versus JT Daniels. Eric Gilbert, not with Georgia, not with the team. So, there's questions about their pass catchers. They got – you know, Georgia's always got 100 running backs that are, you know, all yeah. world. But I don't know I, – I don't know what to think of uh, DJ Ugovalele. You know, he was just okay whenever – he was filling in for Trevor Lawrence. So, I don't – Freddie, I don't know how I feel about this game. How do you well, feel about it? you look at it. If Clemson beats Georgia, then they get the ACC schedule the rest of the way out before they play South Carolina, which means they play nobody until – well, North Carolina would be pretty good. But yeah, but they they only had to play them in, like, the championship. Yeah, game. so, yeah. I mean, it really uh, – I'm taking Georgia in that one. I'm taking, Georgia? I'm taking JT Daniels. <sighs> Jermaine Burton's a receiver, a true freshman last year. Uh, I like uh, I like Georgia in that game, yeah. I think I do. I think I do just trust JT Daniels a little mm-hmm. bit more, just a little bit more. People hey. have been speaking really highly of him. I know he's good, but I, I feel like some people act like JT Daniels is just going to carry Georgia to the Super Bowl. He's going to be so good. I, I think I'll take him in that game, but I 
a little part of me thinks Georgia might not be what everybody's saying about it. Yeah, I, I don't think they're national. Yeah, title I, I mean, I, I've, like I'm hearing yeah. a lot of you know they're where they were just a year or two ago when they yeah. were challenging Alabama. I don't know that it'll be that, but I I will be rooting for them against Clemson because I want them undefeated when Kentucky beats them. Yeah. Oh man, that's mm-hmm. gonna be great. <sighs> I can't wait. I do. I guess I do have a confession to make. Yeah, what's that? I will not be in attendance this Saturday for the home opener because I'm doing some scouting for October 16th oh. and the Georgia Bulldogs. We'll be in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, oh going. going. Boots yep. on the ground. I am. Boots you, on the ground. Are you going to pull a Blinn Bowden before the game? You're taking your clipboard? I might. Give I might. him the old Charlotte one-two? I might just have to. Taking your clipboard? I'll take my cl- I'm taking a clipboard. This is at my, my folio, my pen, my paper. I'm going to try to get on the field, maybe call a couple plays, honestly. Yeah. Do we think this is an excused absence for the first U.K. No. football game no. of the year? I, that's, no. yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you need to come back with some really thorough notes you on Georgia. You want to know really is terrible? Yeah. I have weddings, the Missouri game. Weddings. And, oh are, they and kin, are they kin to you? I won't. Well, this one is this one's almost kin to me. I will not say his name because he is a U.K. football fan, a U.K. graduate. He scheduled his wedding for the Florida game. What? My goodness. Who are these? You know who you are, listener. And he listens to this. You oh, know who you are. God, oh, disgusting. God. But, he's, but he's like a brother to me, so you best believe. Put him believe. on blast. Say his name. No, no, no. I can't. Do it. He might get hate mail. I can't do that. <laughs> so you're missing Missouri and Florida? Mm-hmm. And the opener. Oh, my God. Tuck. I, I think I might be kicked off. I'm, I'm never allowed on a case. Kick him off and bring my, Max on. Yeah. My, 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 my prize pick is somebody else in for Charles Walker. All right, we gotta take. What do you the have last, We gotta take the last five minutes. What, out. what do you have a tea time that when LSU comes to town? No, I will be here for that. Okay, I will in be Michigan, here for that. Northern Michigan. Remember the picture we got from? What was that? Where were you at? I was scouting. Scouting. <laughs> All right. Well, we now know. Next week on this podcast, we better hear some thorough notes. Yeah. On Georgia. Mm-hmm. For you to, and then we'll decide yeah. if it was an excused absence. With, with 13 minutes left in the second quarter, JT Daniels picked his nose. That'd there you it. go. I'm going to get oh, that okay. tight with it. What kind of beer they serve at the stadium? It, oh, know. is this Duke's Mayo theme? Isn't there like a Duke's? Is this the Duke's Mayo one? I don't know. If that's the case, I'm, I'm going to take some mayo into that. <laughs> one of them is a Duke's Mayo game. So, I, you know, I like mayonnaise. I've got a kid named Duke. So bring me some mayonnaise back, okay. and this might be an excuse app. Okay, there we go. It looks like it is the Duke's game. Oh, man. So we're going to get lots of mayonnaise talk in this Clemson-Georgia game. Love yep. it. Absolutely love it. So bring back some good notes. And may, you better watch the game, though, down there. I'm like going to. Your chest. Will you be wearing like – I'm you? wearing blue, baby. Okay. No, don't, be, don't fret on that. You know I'll be wearing blue. You're going to be wearing yeah. UK stuff Absolutely. to a Georgia game. Absolutely. I'm going to sleep in my UK. I might, I'm going to wear my jersey. And, and it's going to be blue and orange <laughs> everywhere. And they'll be like, what's this it. guy wearing blue? I got it, Well, guys. you know, blue always gets in. I got it. Right now I have it. I have the idea. Okay. The only way it's an excused absence if he wears full uniform pads and helmets. Oh, God. <laughs> With cleats on. (laughs) We will let you attend a different game if you go full pads. (laughs) You can take the helmet off to eat. That's going to be pretty funny when I'm sitting next to someone on the plane, a stranger, and I'm just – I can't pack my pads. You have to go on the plane just at the game. I can just imagine him trying to get the beer through the face mask. (laughs) 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 He's he's got the gloves on and they stick. (laughs) spills the beer. There you go. See you next week with a report of how it went. Oh, man. Uh, LSU, UCLA, that'll be fun, too. That's a late-night kick. Bruins. Where they, are we they, with LSU? I'm taking the Bruins. 
I am too because did you see DTR try to throw a football? He can't. He can't pass. He can run. I, I don't know. And right. one of their best offensive linemen. Whoopsie, he went somewhere else. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and he'll be starting week one. Yeah. Yeah, LSU. I do have a question. So, what about Quentin Wilson and uh, you know Fortner Overham? Was has that been happening? Yeah, it's Luke, out on Luke that? is the center. Yeah. Okay. After, after yeah. spring okay. ball, they kind of like, yeah. Luke why don't brought you just Luke over a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not messing around anymore. Who y'all taking? I'm taking UCLA. What did you say the spread was? Three and a half. I like Oregon so much, though, that I just – You like them, but don't let your heart get in the way of your head. I know. Well, I'm not – listen, that's why I didn't say hammer. I'm not touching – I probably won't touch that game. You know how we say we got to take the logos off sometimes? I got to take the conference logos off on this Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Is that the Rose Bowl? They've got – UCLA's got a week uh, tune-up game under their belt. I'll go Bruins. Uh, I have a feeling they're going to be bet on pretty heavily by the public. I don't know. Just a hunch. Uh, Sunday, Notre Dame – Seven and a half point favorites against Florida State. That this game's on Sunday. It's a Sunday. Oh, we nice. have a Sunday I'm looking night. Forward to this game. The game that I'm looking forward to, maybe more so than any, is getting a Monday night just beat down of Louisville at the hands of Lane Kiffin. Ah, that's going to be. Oh, there's another hammer. I got it at seven and a half, and it's going to be up at ten by kickoff. So, yeah, I know that, that was the one I jumped on early, Chuck. I, I see that look of. Regret on your face. I wanted to. I know because we should. Louisville's so bad, and this brings me to the next portion of the podcast. It's called "What High School Coaches Think About Scott Satterfield's Recruiting." <laughs> I don't think they recruit the state very well. Uh, another coach says, "I've never met Coach Satterfield." What's the coach's name? What's the coach's name is a great one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they've surrendered. Uh, and then this one's just radio silence. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Scott Satterfield's recruiting efforts. Yeah. Uh, Vince Merrill, thanks you. Uh, we appreciate all of your hard work down there on Floyd Street. You know what's great, too? We have these videos of Keontae Goodwin just throwing up 225, like 35 times today on the bench press. Mm-hmm. Did you know if you walk outside of that weight room facility, uh, Freddie, you can almost see the Cardinal Stadium. Mm. I mean, I, on a good day, I could maybe throw a football from there. Wow. And I think there's like Kentucky has two starters that worked out at that facility and <laughs> didn't even recruit them. It's right there. Could you imagine that happening here? If, heck, we're a mile from the stadium. Yeah, yeah. If there was a gym next door with two Louisville super recruits working out every day, I, it would eat us up inside. Yeah. We'd be wondering how we messed up so bad and how Mark Stoops couldn't get it done. Well, they're busy worrying about extortions and, yeah. you know. Which coach they're going to fire first, Mac or Satterfield. Yeah. I think they should do it at the same time. You're talking about Kyle track. Tucker's article? Yeah. 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 Pretty crazy. Well, I mean, if we're being honest, which this is – we're being honest podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chuck's over here just telling us how he's missing all the games this year. There's so, three yeah. in-state programs in the state of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Kentucky, who owns the state, yep. right? Yep. West Virginia and Purdue. Those yep. are the other two in-state schools that recruit Kentucky heavily. Yep. That yep. have signed players from the state of Kentucky. I mean, Purdue this, was a real problem there for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, honestly, too, I mean, Alabama's probably signed more guys yep. than Louisville has recently, right? Alabama, yeah. Especially the top guys. Notre Dame, Ohio State. Notre Dame gets been kind of annoying. Yeah, yeah. yeah they have the one kid from Bowling Green is yeah. going to Ohio State. Yeah. So, um and Man. even uh, Notre Dame was real. I mean, Kentucky ended up getting Bingham, but they've been in the conversations with guys yeah. too. They got Michael so Mayer, been, who's a yeah, true freshman starter for them last year. Been fighting a lot with him. Yeah. The Cubcath guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That dude looks good. like he should play for the Patriots. Yeah, he's nice good. Team. He looks like uh, Clark Kent. Yeah, like he's got that jawline and yeah. just like 
That just speaks to Vince Merrill and what he's done. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he has put a fence around his state and said, we're going to bring you here. Mm-hmm. The best come here. And I know that's kind of a cliche sometimes, Freddie, but, like. It's, it's, it's real. The importance is. It's I mean, real. You've got you, – you've got – you got to prize pick your players, and Kentucky has the best prize picks of them all. Yeah. And they're all coming to the Commonwealth. We're going to have some starting on day one. Uh, I'm excited to see 84 out there, Isaiah Cummings. Yeah. He's going to be catching mm-hmm. passes. Don't sleep on Justin Riggie. Tight end's catching the football. Okay. Over under tight end receptions in week one. I'm setting it at four under, and a half. Over. Over. I'm going under forever until I see a tight end <laughs> catch football. <laughs> But you're going under four and a half? Yes, forever until I see it done. What number would you would – I'm going seven. That's what I was going to say. Seven? That seems about right-ish. What you, fra- if you, you say if, earlier in the program, Freddie, have I been brainwashed? Yeah. That's what I that, am with the yeah. tight ends. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how many, how many yards for Chris Rodriguez are we feeling? 100, and then he's out of the game. Yeah, I think I, they'll get him out of there quick. Yeah. Okay, how many touchdowns? That's better. Over, under, one and a half. Well, over. week one last year, they didn't even count as touchdowns when he got in the end zone. That's I'm true. That's changed yeah. this year. Very but good call I, I think he gets one for sure. Maybe two. I would, take, I would say two. I would take over that. I'm but, taking two. Because I think the one of Liam Cohen's first press conferences, I think it was just, our job, my job is to get Chris Rodriguez the football. And how many times in short yard situations last year was it like, what are you doing? Put, give him the ball. He yeah. is going to get the yards. So I think he's going to get two scores. All right, here we go. Completions by Will Levis, over, under 20 yards. Or 20, 20 completions, Freddie. Okay. Under. Under 20? I'm going so you're under. thinking probably like a 17 to 27 kind of? So 17 to 23 or something like that, yeah. Going under 20 completions, Chuck, or over? I am. I, well, I, you know, if they're going to run the triple option or the option the whole game, it's going to be a quick one because we'll be running the ball averaging about – Eight yards per carry. Mm-hmm. I just think true. it'll go by faster than you think. And honestly, I think we'll be up, and I don't think Levis will stay in the whole game. I don't think they'll be able to score on Kentucky's defense. Therefore, mm-hmm. I think we'll be seeing the the backups pretty yeah. early in the second half. And then you're, I'd like to be a backup running back in the second half on that, Saturday because they're yeah. just they're gonna that, have a big afternoon. That's why if we ever get to the twenty nine and a half point spread, that's where I see. You go to the third, fourth team running back for Kentucky. They're going to accidentally score two or three touchdowns in the in the in the I fourth mean, go quarter. Go back third to Rodriguez quarter. and Smoke as true freshmen or whatever. You remember that game where they yeah. each had like forty yard runs? You know, yeah. even was it last year? Like, I'm, I'm slipping on the game, but you know, Travis Tisdale comes in and yeah. breaks one yeah. long. You're just trying yeah. to oh, like, in like, the game, like Mike Drennan, Lavelle, right? Those dudes are yeah. still ballers. I mean, yeah, these are guys mean. fighting yeah. for jobs, still playing against ULM. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, Charles, I want to know – so, we really help people with their prospects this week for Kentucky. We gave a good bar of where we feel. What's your – I want to hear your prediction, Charles Walker. You you told me to save it up for later. I want to know what it is. Well, I was curious if you all are going to have the Cats covering or not. 29, 29 and a half points. It's, well, it's a lot well, of I think points. It's up to 30, 30, I think it's up to 30. 31 now. <laughs> it's 31 now. We're, oh, Freddie's got his hammer out. Oh, oh, he's I locked it down. in at 29 and a half, and I don't bet. But I, I bet too. this game. So is the are, are we are we hammering down? Is that our our, our trifecta well, of hammering down? I, UCF, I already hammered UCF North Carolina in the Cates. How do Ooh, we that's feel? a Thursday, Friday, Saturday too, and you can get it over with, and then you can start a new parlay for the afternoon, evening, Sunday, Monday. Ooh, I, I, I'm in for that on the parlay. But as a uh, seasoned gambler, I find most value 
staying away from the spread and looking at quarters, even halves. Haven't seen a halftime or first half line yet, but the first quarter line is seven and a half. My dabble on that. I like that. I Are like you serious? That. Yeah. Man, they're going to score. I mean, score. a quick score and three and out, and we're staring down money right there with I a lot like of time it. on the clock. I like that. I mean, really, I the only thing my... you have to worry about is a turnover. Yeah, I'm still going to wait uh, and see what I can get for the first half because that's where I've usually had most of my success, especially Alabama games. They cover every time. But I'm really interested to see in all the other lines before I fully commit to what is now okay. where I do my gambling. It's up to 31. Right, um, let's see here. I've got our good friend Uncle Bo. I haven't meandered around this website. Oh, I've got it pulled um, up. Well, we, it. We, do we, you, we don't have there's, first half. There's yet. not a half, just quarter. Ah. And you're getting minus 105, just a little extra walk around. What does that mean? Uh, minus up. 110 is your standard. That means you bet 110 to win 100. Oh, okay. Yeah, but they when take the odds percent. get off a little bit, minus 105, you only have to bet 105 to win 100. Oh, okay. or you can do the math gotcha. on if you're betting different amounts. Gotcha. Yep. I was really hoping that someone on this panel was not going to have the Cats covering because I was going to then gentlemen's bet you <laughs> – <laughs> that they would, and if they don't, I will eat a full banana like Will Levis. Oh. But if they do, you have to eat a full banana Ooh. like Will Levis. Would you like some historical perspective well, on this? On eating a full yeah, banana? Last time Kentucky. Oh, I know the I know the history of it. Fifty to seven beat Murray State in two thousand nineteen. Before that, fifty six to ten beat Louisville by forty six. That's the biggest spreads that Kentucky's had as far as point or margin yeah. victories. Because. Uh, Stoops is pretty bad at covering in these games. I agree. Historically. Historically. But, again, we're brainwashed about the we offense. Are. Yep, we yeah, are. Yeah, this is a whole new team. Yeah. I'm, I'm scrolling through other stuff here. We don't have first half. Explain to me why Kentucky's first quarter over-under is nine and a half at terrible odds. I mean, I would just – I guess I'm assuming ULM isn't going to score. But uh, I would – yeah. It's just it's all looking so good. Kentucky's oh, team total, would we like that? I bet it's 42 and a half. Are you okay over there, Freddie? So, yeah, my freaking thing. So then are Vegas thinks that ULM's <laughs> going to score Correct. 10 points yeah. or 12 points, whatever it is. Oh, Do we like 42 and a half for the team? I like the over. What's that mean? Is Kentucky going to score 43? <laughs> 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 Folks, Freddie's, this is great because he's like, got the jackhammer we, out now. We never, we never get this from Freddie either. No. N you are more reserved than any other person is in the history of reservations. Oh, I know. And yet you're over here just I'm, like shaking from the jackhammer. He's got a hard For years I've asked Freddie, like, what do you think? You know, minus 21, you know, minus 7, depending on the games. I don't bet. You know, I'm just watching the game. I respect the opponent. He averages 43 yards a punt. But today – Forty-seven and a half yards of punt. Oh I man, know. I you know, and just when you think you can't get any more excited about Saturday's game, folks, Freddie Maggard over here—he's crank—he's got yeah. the knobs and he's just smashing it. We're gonna we're gonna burn the speakers out. By the yeah, time I just there's so many factors pointing. I mean, you you want to make a good impression with that offense. You want to get off on a good good first step there. I agree. These players have been cooped up from COVID and everything else for a long time. They're going to be in front of fans. Uh, uh, actual opponent instead of each other. Mm. I mean, there, there's uh, ULM is so bad. Um, and yeah, I, I'll play I the devil's advocate though. ULM's got a new coach. They got a new OC. I mean, they're telling their guys the exact same thing. Hey, the world thinks you're 30 points worse than this team. So I think the key is, as it is with every game when there's a large spread, is to get out and just show them who's boss from snap number one. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Uh, throw a pick six with your backup quarterback 
No, we do not. Yeah, like don't that. do that. So again, they're going to go fast. So that means they're going to go fast three and outs. Yeah, I agree. Bit. Kentucky accidentally will score two touchdowns with backup running backs. Man, not I even that, trying. Yeah, that first quarter is even better than – yeah. I mean, Sam. come on. Yeah. I mean, bet responsibly. Don't take my yeah, opinion whatsoever. Bet responsibly. Always, yeah. always. But, man, this is and, – and also, guys, I don't know about you all, but this is so much more fun than all the bull crap we've had to talk about over the summer. Yeah. I'm tired of writing obituaries and legal stuff and looking up how indictments work. And, and oh, COVID policies. Oh, oh so-and-so is missing two weeks. We got the games. Yeah. We made it to the finish line. And if you couldn't tell by the start of the podcast to finish – we're fired up at the KSR Football Podcast. This has been so much fun, folks. Uh, do we have any parting words, Mr. Maggard? Bet responsibly. Yep. Bet responsibly, and even though hammering is irresponsibly. Yes. We're hammering. <laughs> so, and if you like this podcast, we have more. There's 11 personnel coming out Tuesday. We have 42 football <laughs> podcasts. We have Pin It Deep with Max Duffy and Miles Butler, which, by the way, they've got a big guest lined up for next week. So, yeah. I don't they, – they, they had somebody balk on them last minute for this one, but they got a big one for next week to celebrate the big win over ULM. Are there still – I love the Miles Butler podcast. <laughs> Everybody forgets his name. They call it the Max Duffy Podcast. It's I'm calling it the Miles Butler Podcast. Uh, we've got the Free Money Podcast is going to be back. Yep. The Depth Chart Podcast. Freddie and I are going to be getting – Freddie, are you actually going to get some more numbers for us? Are you going to do more ULM research or are you out? No, I, I can I can spout them out. One thing I'm proud about this podcast, mm-hmm. we all was throwing out numbers. We, it's on top of our heads. Nobody mm-hmm. was looking at notes. Nope. And you know what's nice too? We aren't on that stupid Zoom, so yep. there's not like that. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, it's really hard to podcast on Zoom. Yeah. Yeah, you got me walking around the neighborhood, me cooking. I, I didn't know that you all could hear that, listeners. So, <laughs> Not just that. I mean, you shouldn't interrupt people. But sometimes, you know, you add to a point. Or, or on Zoom, you know, you always have to address who you want to talk to. It's like, oh, yeah. Drew, your turn to talk. Charles, your turn to talk. Yeah. It's just good to be here again in person. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. man, we are so bad. And we can't wait to see you all in person here for game day at KS Bar and Grill. Uh, I think there's going to be some festivities afterwards, too, Drew. Oh, yeah. We got uh, – what's pregame? 8 a.m.? 8 a.m. Oh, bright and early. Ooh. That will be here at KS Bar. We'll party a little bit before going over the game, come back from the game, and uh, if the weather holds, I think Matt is setting up his entire wrestling operation in the parking lot. And after that, an autograph signing in here uh, late yeah, that evening yeah. with uh, Josh Corker. Pascal and Yusuf Corker. Nice. Which, which, by the way, if you all haven't met them in person, they're just – they, those two guys and Luke Fortner, sometimes pretty, they make me feel bad about myself because yeah. they're such like good guys. We'll you all know? be working for those three guys one day, yeah. somehow. It's yeah. like you see them and they're athletically gifted, stars over here, and you're like, well, they're probably terrible people. Or they got to have something bad. Then you meet yeah. them and they're way too nice. And oh, like, yeah. Dang it, I'm <laughs> yeah. just, I can't even, I, yeah, I'm Yusuf, not even near your level. Yusuf Corker only has an economics degree, working <laughs> yeah. on a communications degree, yeah. an yeah. honor student, and an all-SEC safety. Luke Fortner has – an undergrad engineer, a master's degree in engineering, and an MBA. Yeah. And, and built a car for the children's <laughs> yeah. hospital yeah. at the catwalk. Yeah. But if, if it's one of those things, too, if your kids, you know, they're like, oh, don't meet your heroes. If your kids' heroes are Yusuf Corker and Josh Pascoe, bring them out yeah. here to meet it. They, they really are stand-up guys. And they're, it won't be a better day because one of them will score a touchdown. The defense is scoring a touchdown. And I'm going to go ahead and oh, say one I of those like guys – We'll be here doing oh, it. Oh, man. I think it's Jordan Wright. I think it's Jordan Wright. Maybe forces something. See, Jordan gets he the He always gets the end. Josh gets tackled at the one. And Ooh. the people, they like to remind but him of gonna that, But he's going to lateral too. it to Yusuf Corker. And then wow. they're going to celebrate Ugh. yelling, go to KS Bar into the camera. Oh, man, it's going to be so much fun. What is a gentleman's bet? 
Just, you know, like no money. There's not, yeah. Oh, there's no money. There's I thought not, it was it's a, not a standard it's five It's the opposite of hammering. We're yeah. just a little yeah. lighthearted for We're just going to eat uh, unpeeled banana. I can't do that. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I mean, I've never, I've never tried it, but that's I'm, how much confidence I have. that I, I'm this close to making a dangerous call, too. I mean, I think the listeners I mean, would love to. I guess you're, you're not going to Might see as well it. go all the way there. I mean, but yeah, but let's not put. Against put, Louisiana Monroe. Kentucky will return a punt for a touchdown for the first time <laughs> oh, since wow, Charles wow. Walker against New Mexico wow. State. He's, he's well, he's Lynn, Lynn had a couple after me, but <laughs> that's, one for you'd one. like to put a peel, a banana peel on this. No, I, I, no, I don't. Okay, no. I was about to say, yeah, I'm, I'm in. sensitive stomach. I'm in if yeah. so. Yeah. The only what about one bite yeah. of a banana? No, I'm good. <laughs> The only thing we're eating is uh, that seven and a half first quarter and and that uh, Kentucky to cover whatever number you got. Gosh, it's going to be great. If you eat too much, too, go to Justice Dental. They'll fix your teeth out. I'm taking that back. I I, I, I felt it, then I didn't feel it, so I'm taking that back. Okay. Yeah. Just a little. You just want to dip a toe in the water, see how it felt. It just just feels like it. We we don't know what their punter's like. He might be throwing out, you know, four-second hangs that go 30 yards. It's just kind of hard to return that. The the punt you thought was going to get returned could get blocked. Yeah, 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 I'm I'm taking that back. If you are feeling really good, though, prize picks where you make your picks. Promo code KSR. Mm -hmm. They will match your deposit. Bada boom, bada bam, up to 100 bucks. And – Folks, that's how you plug a sponsor. Yeah. This is how we end the show. We're even back to not knowing how to end the show. Yeah. That's when you know we're all the way back. <laughs> it is game week. Left. <laughs> this has been a lot of fun. We're so happy that football is back. We'll see you Saturday for football time in the bluegrass. For Drew Franklin, Freddie Magger, Charles Walker, I'm Nick Roush. Go Cats and go Crow. Go Justice Dental. <laughs> Peep the technique. Sweat the technique.